pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's that's all you gotta do, right? That's. <laughs> I mean, that's an impression right there. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of the easiest impressions, right? So. Yeah, I um, mean it's 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 a classic. So I like, yeah. I mean I feel like there's no other there's no other person you can confuse it with. So you know. No, I, exactly, exactly. But with that being said, hey y'all, welcome to the Barbershop Quintet Podcast, um, the Symphony, a segment where I invite a guest or two, and we have picked out an album that we have considered as a classic subject but absolutely no doubt one of our mutual favorites um in order for a symphony to be constructed some of the most important parts must be accounted for such as our guests and listeners like you therefore let me thank you for your ongoing support and make sure you subscribe and listen to all of our content including og episodes the quick five segments and of course the symphony where it'll be dropped here randomly there uh here and there and we also have a brand new segment that came out uh in january or february or so um called house party where it's like verses where timbaland and swiss beats did their um invited two guests they went head to head in 20 song battle um per person we basically do the same thing uh my best friend and i have 10 songs each and then we curate the best 10 songs under a certain thematic uh, so we released a 90s to 2000s one and all ladies uh podcast array 03 and 04 is coming up soon and then also travis scott um top 10 travis scott uh songs well not top 10 but our curated playlist behind that so uh, be sure to be on the lookout for those as well and more segments throughout the course of this year um a couple of housekeeping ordeals for this segment here i will we'll be spending random number generator as usual um from 1 to 25 to figure out who gets to go first or second um and then from that we share a top five list of our songs um ranking from five four three two one then each song we share 30 to 45 second minute of 30 40 second clip um and then we dive into the albums um with a few questions like how does this album rank compared to other albums in said genre and where are this other artist's other works uh underrated versus overrated tracks and a final rating of course um with that being said we're doing audio podcast, so for sure you uh, listeners at home can't see this, but um, my guest here, he definitely is, uh, I can't see him, but he can see me for, for the time being. But I am repping a Cleveland jersey, um, and at home, if you didn't know, uh, Cleveland Zone, we're going to be doing Kid Cudi today. Um, you got and... to rep Kid Cudi, you know. Exactly. It's guaranteed. Exactly. It's guaranteed. At least one video, you gotta have a Kid Cudi album. So oh, I yeah. thought maybe, maybe I'd bring it. And you know, I I'm not gonna lie. Like this isn't everyone's first Kid Cudi album when they nope. think of Kid Cudi. But you know, like I wanted to go something a little more personal to me, but like mm. maybe a little less conventional, uh, mm. less mm. maybe critically acclaimed. But to me can be can be ranked just as high as maybe anything else in this um discography so you know we'll see we'll see how you like it i don't know how well you like yeah, it but yeah you know that's how i feel about it just from a mix of appreciation of him as an artist and maybe a little bit of bias mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from like early high school days like that's mm-hmm. when it came out for me so mm-hmm, but uh what did you think for like your first listen full through maybe you've listened to a, a song or two on this album but 
well we'll, we'll dive we'll we'll dive into that when we break down um uh the album with some questions here um i do mm-hmm. have my opinions again uh i think <laughs> we can't say hip-hop without kid cuddy um especially today's hip-hop um he is a trendsetter for a certain uh vibe a certain sound um and he's really good at what he does and um i do have opinion of what he does and why he's so good at it and also kind of why that is also his downfall as well so um in a sense his uh i guess his double-edged sword so um but with that being said as you heard my guest here um you heard his voice all right uh we'll introduce the guest now we're doing kid cuddies in in the cud let's bring it back we met each other at a <laughs> at a pre for a friends of a friend's birthday i guess right and uh this friend of ours is our mutual friend one for him, it's through work, and for me, it's one of my friend's girlfriend. So basically, with that being said, this was his first time. I think this is your first time going to a rave or something like that, right? Yeah, it was my first rave. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a full EDM rave, and yeah, I yeah. was. Uh, I, I I was excited. It was pretty fun. I, yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> you had a grand old time for I could see, but um, yeah, with with me, it was my ex like my infinite amount of uh times going to a <laughs> so far but uh, mm-hmm. when i did talk to this gentleman uh because i guess no one was there yet and it, he was there in the lobby first so he didn't want to go up and i got to the lobby before i got to the lobby our our friend our mutual friend said hey like you when 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 i get there i'll see uh, this tall guy blonde hair blue eyes i was like okay great description that could be honestly anyone and then out this there's this one guy who's just sitting there and we started having conversation and for a few minutes before they showed up and uh i found out he was a big hip-hop head um which is great because when you say hip-hop like i confirmed that you're a big hip-hop head but then with the, with the way you dressed to a rave too was basically like you going to a yeet concert <laughs> um it, it was great uh so i was like yeah this guy's a big hip-hop head i can definitely see that so um, that's why I I reached out to him. I was like, "Hey, you're interested to chop it up to have some conversations about some music here?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm down." Um, so I asked him, "All right, so we got the segment called the Symphony. Choose an album. We dive into it. What album do you want to pick?" And he chose, um, again, like he said, not the most popular or not the first album you would think of when you talk about when you mention Kit Cudi. Um, so. Again, he said this had a lot of significance to him, which is okay. Um, And for me, I always have an open mind to a certain music and certain hip-hop genres and albums. I listen to everything in hip-hop, to be honest. But it's just more so, you know, there's certain things that I haven't touched yet. And this is one of those albums for sure. So so before we head into the album here, let's introduce our guest for today. You can introduce yourself uh, and then Cameron Beatty is my guest for today. If you can introduce yourself and then give us a... I guess a top five, uh, like a, a teaser statement or an essay statement on uh, why, how do you build your lineup for your top five songs from this album? Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, as uh, Tony let you guys know, my name is Cameron. I don't have any legitimate music, uh, you know, recommendation or any, any type of legitimacy in music at all, but I do. I appreciate the art and I appreciate music in general. So I think I can come at it from a fan's perspective pretty well. And 
to me, this album, while I look back at it recently as a flawed album, I do look back at it very fondly just because of how how highs the highs were for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. specifically, like with specific songs. Um, I do recognize that there can be some lows, um, mm-hmm. especially listening back. Um, I feel like I it was one of those albums where I, I never even cared about the whole album. I just cared about maybe half of it, mm. you know, and mm. uh, the rest I, I didn't appreciate as much. But um, if I had to pick one song that always stuck to me, which is funny, it's the reason I picked this album mm. uh, when you asked me is because this one song, uh, Immortal, on the album, it's the fourth song, I believe, or the fifth mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. That's the most underrated album or underrated song in not just Kid Cudi's or Into Cut as an album, but I think it's his most underrated song in his in his entire discography. Mm-hmm. I, I really do think it's 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 just underrated in general. And um, if if I, I if anyone listens to this podcast and thinks okay maybe I'll listen to this album, <laughs> just get, just give this song a, a listen. Yeah. That's that's what I recommend. But. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. what I'll say is my elite. Uh, that's my sneak into my number one. That's my number one pick. But this I'll, guy's I'll spoiling everything. <laughs> I know, but but like you know, it's all it's tattooed on my leg, so you know I oh. can't even. Yeah, I have I have this tattoo on my leg. I have this song tattooed on my leg, so it's a little awesome. obvious for me what my uh, number one pick is. But fair, fair, fair. Okay, all right. Well, thank you for your time today, and uh, this guy's already dropping. Teaser statements and spoilers are crazy, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'm glad you have an album that's just like that for you. And when you, when before we even recorded, I asked you a question: Hey, after this episode, would you be willing to do another episode a few months down the road? Like, um, and you're like, yeah, that sure. And you flipped the script on me and and saying, okay, let's do an album that you want to do. And I was like, well, shit, there's so many albums that I grew up with, so many albums I rock with now. And then when you talk about the sentimental value, I was like, damn, like what albums were good? Like, like, and I can think of so many albums for me where I'm like, yeah, these were good, but they are not deemed as classics or stuff that people would listen to. You know what I mean? And, uh, and when you think about certain artists and, and, and this one definitely, I felt like when we were talking about that, this one's definitely one for you. So, um, <laughs> Thank you for being on here, sharing, uh, I, I guess, a piece of yourself and also um, sharing something that w- is very significant for you, um, mm-hmm. for the audience to hear. So let me introduce myself first. I'm the host of the show. Um, you already know who I am. Let's see here. Uh, so for people I know who, who know who I am, um, I'm a big production head. So when it comes to um music in general i don't listen to the thing that catches my ear first i don't listen to the lyrics i listen to more of the production side of things so how i listen to music like a few of my closest friends know i go through the album first go through the songs in as a whole like just in general and then go through it again and then note down the ones that like go through like a bullet like a speed run and note the ones that i'm like oh this one catches my ear and then go through it again the third time but listening to it in the full full scale run once more 
um, to confirm that what I was hearing wasn't something that, oh, it was just spur of the moment, something that could be timeless, something I could listen to um, time and time out again. So that's something I had to critically put through this, through the album through this as well. Um, 18 songs, an hour and 10 minutes isn't too long for this album, to to be honest with you. And also this this album has a lot of a lot of um features Filler. but but a lot of features that some of them I did not expect to be on here, so I was quite um let's just say I was quite uh surprised, but also I had to be unbiased with some of these features because some of the, some of these features are some of my favorite rappers of all time so um but uh with that being said, let's go into the album. Um, but before we do that, uh, let's run the random number generator. Um, so what we do here, Cam, is we run number generator from 1 to 25. And then from there, you tell me um, basically a number that you want to guess between one, 1 to 25. I pick a number as well. Whoever lands on the closest gets to go first. And then la- uh, this other person gets to go second. So um, please give me your number from 1 to 25. Go 12. Oh, right in the middle. Okay. Let's go. All right. I'm going to be that guy, and I'm going to go 13. I'm going to go on the opposite side of you. <laughs> All right. So right now it's saying number seven, so we're going to spin it. And you got to trust me on this one. I'm not I'm not screen sharing or anything. Yeah, so, yeah. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so uh, for, now. Spinning, for now. For <laughs> now. We're spinning it three, two. All right. Good, sir. The gods have... Uh, sided with you today um it is on number four so you got to go first um so please share your songs in order from five four three two one um and yeah uh from okay. kid cuddy's in in the cut yep and it's wow you chose an album that's also turning 10 years this year so yes i noticed that when i picked it i was like oh you know what this is kind of the perfect time because it's turning it's turning a little Vintage, you know, it's getting a little vintage Cuddy esque. So I figured, oh. uh, and sorry to interrupt the date that's on here that's uh getting released is April 12th, 2013, and we're like exactly a week away. That's which is oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. I remember when this first album came out, it was, um, it feels like it, it just came out and I didn't know, I, I didn't even know fully who Kid Cuddy was. Uh, mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and um this was actually i don't even know if this was my my first listen or i, I think i listened to this album before listening to man on the moon which is odd mm-hmm. but um it kind of it kind of shaped my my idea of him as an artist before even getting into his you know debut so uh let me see here what i had as my fifth pick okay um fifth so I had to go with an unconventional pick uh, mm-hmm. with my fifth, just because I feel like um, I did play it not safe for the rest, but I'm very honest. And uh, with with fifth, I had to go with some something that I consider to be a good song, but somebody that is good at music may consider mm-hmm. to be a bad song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song, the second song in the album, "Unfuck Whittable," is my fifth. Um, is my fifth pick. Um, I, I, I just, I think it has a lot of character. It has a lot of emotion. And I don't know. I remember 
as a kid enjoying it more than I did as I listen to it again now. I'll be honest, listening to it again mm-hmm. over, um, it definitely has its flaws, but I, I still went with it for my fifth just because I find it to be a little, a little interesting. Okay, go ahead. You're number four. Number four. Now, uh, number four was between two. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I was listening to mm. while shooting hoops today. And it just it just made me realize that it's actually a banger. Mm-hmm. And nobody should ever disrespect this song for the rest of humanity. I think <laughs> Red Eye at number four uh, is an okay. underrated song. That's a great song. So I, I had to go with Red Eye. All right. Even just that little clip, I, yeah. wow! I, that that's a man. I, I wish that song was bigger than it is. But okay, I agree. Number three, I agree. I agree. Yes, I agree. Number three, um, another one that I find to be super Cuddy esque, just mm. classic Cuddy, but like. Very soulful, in my opinion. I, I went with Cold Blooded in, in number three. Oh, which okay. is, uh, I, I just found his voice in that song to be so, to be soulful, which is like yeah. cool. I mean, sometimes his voice can be kind of flat, but mm-hmm. I just found his singing in that song to just be phenomenal and his confidence. He had yeah. a, he had a very classic hip hop confidence to mm-hmm. him that I, I, I you don't see that often so mm-hmm. I went with uh, Cold Blooded at three okay only good for a hooker. Let me show you flows. But you would have to come to the many things I know. Cold, most winners, I would dream of being a winner. Feeling like less than shit to the daughter's pain. I promise to all oppose my knowledge, my reign. The fucking essence of pain, fuck rain. Standing in the monsoon of cool time will tell. This is what it is when you walk out of hell. Cold. But you know I'm cold, yeah. I'm cold. And then, uh, well, I I already know we already know what I have at one, uh, but if <laughs> I if I had to pick a again. second, if I had to pick a second favorite, it would be uh, 
I think it was the lead single. It was if it wasn't the lead single, it was the second single. It definitely has a video. Um, mm. but just what I am. Mm. Um okay. I just I can't get over that song. I'll always listen to that. All right. No, that weed is loud. Nigga, we ballin'. Trey swaggin' lost heart, but I'm maintaining. I've been told that I'm amazing. Make sure I keep that fire blaze and we living. I need you. Oh, 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 I need you. I need you. Who gon' hold me down now? I Such a hard-hitting beat on that one, and I oh, yeah. uh, I love it. And then number one, by a mile, the <laughs> immortal, starring Adam Sandler. And the reason I say starring Adam Sandler, I don't know if you know caught, but uh, the first uh, I don't know two seconds is a little sample of Billy Madison. Uh, oh, that's what that sample is. So oh. it's a little Adam Sandler uh, reference in the beginning. Yeah, uh, yeah saying yeah. he's the smartest man alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Uh, Shit, that's sweet. Okay, I'm actually I, I'm excited. My I feel like my top five is like maybe anybody that enjoys Indicuds top five um i i'm curious to see how how similar ours is and especially yeah. considering you have never heard this album before yeah. um you know i i, I definitely can see that i can already i already know what songs aren't going to be on the top five i can okay. say that um but i'm curious if there's any songs that maybe you like more than i do or mm. vice versa mm. but we'll see Okay, well, thank you for your time today, and as always, uh, thank you for your list. I really appreciate that, especially from a Kid Cudi fan, especially from this album that means a lot to you, Um, so thank you. Um, I guess I go second now, and uh, this might be the fastest, um, one of the fastest uh, shares on my list, because in all honesty, our list is 80% the same. Yeah, this album does that. I, yeah. I I definitely noticed it more, like going back to it today and in the last few days because it, it's one of those ones where you're like, 
wow, the highs are high, but I don't want to listen to any of these other songs like, yes, at all. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, is this even a song or what? what is this? Like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And we'll talk more <laughs> about that when we go into the questions because I'm like, so, like, sometimes there's those albums when you put in the background and you're like, this would never stay in the rotation. You're just like, yes. why? why? Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably like, one of my top five favorite albums and I only listened to about half of it. That's how, well, it, it just shows how, how inconsistent Kid Cudi can be, but how, yes. but how hard his music can hit when it does yes. hit, you know, yes. it's, yes. it's one of those things where he's just, he's truly like can be a swing and a miss in the, in yes. back to back. So, you know, yes. you get what yes. you get, but you know. yeah, basically in, in basketball terms, because you, you hoop and I, I, I watch ball and I used to play ball too. I mean, he's basically uh, a like a six man, like a Lou Williams, right? Like yes. star player or Jamal can, Crawford, J.R. Smith, all those guys. Yeah, yeah, he can. He can. They can heat it up and get twelve points in a quarter, or they can just get two for twelve <laughs> in a quarter. You exactly, know I mean? and they'll just <laughs> they'll just leave their their they'll just you know. They won't even play a lick of defense, but, you know, they'll make it up on the other end, and it's just... Exactly. You know, and it's like sometimes you like it, sometimes you're like, Whoa, why? You you just question some 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 decisions a lot, but... Yeah, you know. exactly, and when they do get heated, when, when the heat check is on, it is entertaining, and that that's the same thing with Kid Cudi. When his high's high, it hits. Oh, yeah. When it's lows, lows, you're like, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, like... But, but when you're talking about his vibe and stuff like that, this is a perfect segue to my list because my number five song um, is also on your list as well, just in different order. Um, and this one is, uh, I guess, flipped in a sense. Uh, just What I Am featuring King Chip um, is my number five song. Uh, when I listened to this song at first, it was higher on my list, but then I moved it down because I was like, the message behind the song of him getting high and being another, mm-hmm. you know, another headspace. I've heard better songs that portray that. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, I get he's trying to invoke that in every song that he does, but it just didn't do that well for me. But then it was one of the highlights of this album. So, um, for myself, especially and King, King Chip's verse was pretty good in this too. So, um, my number four song on here. Um, I'm not gonna play the clip because you are. We already played the clip from your your end, so it just saves us time and also it's it's redundant because, in all honesty, mm-hmm. it's the same as clips. Um, my number four song here. Um, you said very underrated song, one of his most underrated and should have been much more looked at. Um, and I do agree with that. Uh, and I guess because of the future artists, I also feel like if you're an indie realm, then you do know who they are. But if you are not, then you don't know who they are. And they're also a very underrated trio as well. Um, it's Red Eye featuring Haim, um, or Haim, or however you pronounce it. Um, mm-hmm. Very catchy well, song. I didn't even, I'll tell you right now, I didn't know that they were a trio. I thought it was just one person. So. Nope, they're a trio. And how <laughs> I know that was through my EDM days. They have a song with Calvin Harris. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all. That's all I know. I mean, I definitely recognize the name, but I didn't know that they were a trio. That's interesting. Yeah, I think they're that's sisters or something like that. But uh, yeah. and anyways, um, yeah, like that song sounds like a pop song to me. 
Mm-hmm. And that that's one of those songs where where I was like, this song, if it's not, if it didn't make commercial success, which it, it didn't for sure, um, after looking back at it, I was like, well, that that's a mistake because this song is so catchy. I mean, like the hook is so catchy. Oh, I want to uh, hear it. I've never heard it in public, but I would love to hear that like out and about, like on the dance floor. You know, like that. Every time I hear that, I just like that hook. It's just it's just so electrifying i find yeah. i just find i find it so uh energetic and you know no, for sure. positive for sure. for sure um now going to my third song here um we're gonna flip the script in terms of the tone uh you said it, red eye was very energetic this one was very um not energetic it was very dark <laughs> it was very, dark, very much like this album in general i find yeah exactly but this one had some he there's some vindictiveness through the song mm-hmm. that I felt like like some 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 hurt that he's going through and I, I when I listened to the song I was like holy shit the song consistently had that tone it was very it was great um, he put it all out there and it's, it was also on your list as well Code Blooded is my number thirty three song um, bone chilling no no pun intended there and it was a great. Uh, vocal performance, like you said as well. So, um, I have to leave it for that one. Okay, so my last two songs here. Um, this one I'm actually gonna play the clip uh, clip for because I feel like, um, this song. I definitely know this song wasn't on your list, and uh, when I looked at it, this one was, uh, definitely. When when I was playing the song, it was definitely one of those songs where I was like. All right, this is definitely going to be in my top five list. I just don't know um, how how high it's going to be. And and surprisingly, it made it very high. And if it wasn't for my number one, this song would have been number one for sure. Um, I don't know. This song gave me a very indie vibe, but also very... Um, it had a different tone with this artist on it and uh that that's something that I definitely did appreciate just because I, I like I like Kid Cudi for what he does, but when this person was added on a song it not just only amplified what Kid Cudi does well, but also add another element to it, which I did appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um so this song right here on my tongue number two is um uh I don't know who this artist is. Uh I didn't really look into him. Uh, I thought he was part of some uh some band, some rock band, indie band or something, but um this is Young Lady featuring Father John Misty and it was a number I guess the fourth track on here. <laughs> If yeah, I can have... forgot, forgot to yeah. mention that song, but wow, that yeah. song in general, yeah. I, I, I feel it's totally carried by the feature, mm-hmm. but it, mm-hmm. it, it, it definitely has, has a, a, a I, I do find myself singing that song, singing that hook a yep. lot in the last yep. few days. So I definitely see where, where you're coming from. Yeah. And my thing was, uh, if I can have that hook, the whole, like the, that hook is so catchy. Like it's so infectious in a sense. Like it's mm-hmm. not it's not something like it's not like one of those like singing hooks or anything like that, but it's one of the song uh, hooks for me where it was like, wow, like it it caught me. Like it it, it reeled hook and, and sync like, you know what I mean? Like and, and I was like, Holy shit, um this is actually a really good song. This feature at least is a really good feature. So um Yeah. 
And looking I've never back, heard of him either, but yeah, I never heard of him. So, um, and I thought it was some like priest or something like that, like or some feature, but he, yeah, he's a rocker. Very, right? yeah, it, it right? gives very gospel, very um, powerful vibes. It's just very uh, eccentric. It's cool. Well, yeah, well, especially with what he adds, like what he sings in that hooks, like Jesus yeah. Christ, and I'm like, whoa, 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 like I this know is, this is He's nice preaching to the girl, yeah, <laughs> exactly, and and I feel like there's there's a uh, I will talk about it, but I think with that song, that was like the the middle or the peak of the five to six song run that he had in this album, where I'm like, oh yes. yeah, it, it, this is a strong run, but um, again, like you said, the the highs are highs and the lows are lows. And um, with albums, they do have this thing called album fatigue or uh, just poor placements in songs. And yeah, this one was definitely a victim of one of those. So, mm-hmm. um, but we'll talk more upon that. Um, my last song, however, is your song, uh, one of your songs on your list as well. And again, a process of elimination. If, if you've listened this far, you already know that the last song on my list my number one is before I let you off, make sure you check out the barbershop quintet podcast on all streaming platforms. Give us a like, give us a five-star review on Apple pod and follow us at BB shop quintet podcast on IG. If you want to be involved as a guest on our panel or have any topics you'd like to discuss about hit us up on our IG account or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your fresh inputs and ideas for this pod. Let us be your top five of the day. Also Cam's number one song as well. It's immortal. What can I say, man? One like for me, it's not just a hook. It's not just a production. Like those were phenomenal, but it was just a message behind it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just one of those like unfuckwittable and immortal had very two similar, uh, yes. similar messages that came with it. Just like you're, you're, you know, I don't give a fuck. I can do whatever I, uh, whatever I, I feel like I am strong enough. Like kind of that, like that self, you know, um, What's that word? Self confidence. Uh, Self confidence, exactly. Yeah, which exactly. is which is more of a not in the self confidence that you would normally get from a hip hop song. No. More not in a braggadocious, uh, no. like I, I'm used to this kind of thing. Like a no, like I feel powerful today. Like I used to be weak, but now I'm not. You know, in that type of that yeah. type of mentality, like that feeling of like overcoming it's 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 yes, quite powerful yes. i find in that song yeah i definitely i definitely see what you mean yeah empowerment like source of empowerment right sort of mm-hmm. deal and, and and but my thing is that's why i don't have unfuckwittable on here um because immortal was just a more well-rounded song it just executed much better um mm-hmm. it felt like unfuckwittable like when i mentioned that five to six song run it for me it, it started with unfuckwittable and ended with immortal <laughs> yes um yeah and and, and it should have had it it should they should have added cold-blooded right after a more immortal and, and for it had a nice, sure 
Nice for little sure. <laughs> for sure. And that would have flowed so perfect too with the two, you know what I mean? With the two messages behind it. I, I do find Cold Blooded on the album track list is, is way too late. It doesn't make any sense in the middle of Lord of the Sad and Lonely and afterwards, who which are in my opinion, forgettable songs. Uh, <laughs> and then I, you have Cold Blooded right in the middle there, like just taking up yeah. all the space. It's 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 odd to me, but I guess uh I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking, but yeah. yeah so that that's my list there. Um, immortal like is definitely going to be immortal. I I'll be honest. I didn't think you would pick immortal as your number one. I I, uh, I love it. I see the the beauty in it, but I I I always found myself whenever I would show people, they would just be like, oh yeah, you know, like whatever. But yeah, I always felt like it was like a a kid cutty ballad. It's like a it's like yeah. if, you, if you had a ballad of like a you know and a any professional singer you know it's so powerful it's so meaningful it's like his cud fest cud version of a ballad it's very it's very sing um singing and and vocally oriented but Mm -hmm. it's it's got a lot of tone to it it's it's got a lot of uh emotion that i find uh isn't always with um cuddy because he he can lack in the singing department sometimes uh not even just because not that he has ever i i find he his voice can make up for his lack of singing ability is his his unique voice but in this song immortal it, it's it's the singing ability it's the emotion it's the lyrics and the production is is mm. is pretty cool too it's pretty yep. it's pretty original in my opinion mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i had i had to pick it you, you you picked it too so i'm glad i'm glad we agree yeah, for me, for me, it was uh, replayability, the the well roundedness of the song, but also it was just like one of those songs, like like you said, Kid Cudi. I'll add upon that, like Kid Cudi isn't is known for his vocal or like for his hums, but not known for his strong vocal ability. And when he mm-hmm. stretches out certain notes or where he puts his emotions and stuff like that, you know that he's being raw in this song. And you're like, you can really appreciate that. You can feel the emotions that he's portraying and. That's what makes a strong a song even stronger and much more, you know, more powerful in that sense. So, um, but with that being said, um, let's dive into our first question here. Um, any honorable mentions on this list that you? Oh uh, yeah, I wanted to give a couple honorable mentions that I almost had at fifth um, yeah. with Unfuckwittable. Um, I want to shout out uh, Brothers with King Chip and ASAP Rocky. I love that song as a hip hop song. I don't know how well it fits in the album, but mm-hmm. I just think as a hip hop song, it's a cool song. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I also want to shout out uh, King Wizard. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the lead singles as well. Um, I remember the video for that. It's a good song. I think coming back to it, it's a little basic. It's a little forgettable. But mm-hmm. I think in general, those are my two shout outs. My two almost almost good enough to make the top five, but not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for me, Unfuckwittable was on there for sure. King Wizard was on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um. It's funny you said what you said about afterwards. Uh, I put it on there just because when I heard that song, I was like, wait, why is Michael Bolton on here? It's, <laughs> first off, first off, it's a nine-minute song, um, which is way too long, in my opinion, uh, for that type of song. Too, uh, I actually, I, yeah, I was just listening to it before we came on, and honestly, uh, there's parts that I understand can be can be cool. Like the, the, There's parts that are uh, definitely not bad, but 
it's too long. Nine it minutes. Too long. I can't. I can't. It is too long. It is too long. And and for like I get they're trying to like for two or three minutes of it was like purely just production. And I was mm-hmm. like, this album we'll we'll talk about it later because I have some thoughts on some of the fillers per se in this album. Um it just doesn't make sense for me for the song to be nine minutes. Um, but also the only reason why I put it on my uh, honorable mentions is because I felt like it was like a parody track. It felt like a Lonely Island. Remember that song, Michael Bolton and Lonely Island? Yes, yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, it's very eighties voice. His voice is uh, what's who's the guy? In? Never gonna give you uh, like oh, Rick Astley. Like, Rick Astley. Yes, yeah. it's just very. You know, it just sounds like a song like they were just trying to poke fun or making satire out of it for this album, yes. which which in my case, it has if if that's the case and it has no place in this album. But just because of that factor, that that parody factor, I was like, this is jokes. Like, but mm-hmm. at the same time, why is it nine minutes? Like, um, uh-huh. it doesn't it would, feel like a Cuddy song either. I'll say that it doesn't. Uh, you know what? You know what? It feels like to me, a Kanye West uh, Yeezus song. I was going to say. I was listening to it. If, if I was thinking the, the sample, I don't know if it was a sample or if he got somebody to sing, but they, he had this, this, yeah, that voice, that singer sing the same thing over and over and over, which I thought was the vocals were quite cool. If, if they added like a, a, a sample, if they sampled it and they, yeah. they, 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 they put some beat, a beat on it and they, and they rapped over it. Mm-hmm. I find, I, I would have found it a lot cooler i just found they mm-hmm. they they found a cool sample or a cool hook and they just yeah. didn't do enough with it they just didn't yeah. do anything with it except repeat it for minutes and minutes and minutes if you i, I guarantee i was thinking of that yay could have like flipped it and oh, like yeah. put some put some cool beats over it, it would have been great but yeah i do find it was just too long and too mm-hmm. basic they didn't change it enough mm-hmm. and it just kind of fell short but no for sure for sure um and yeah, I think those are my three. That's it. Mm-hmm. But uh, moving on here, instead of honorable mentions, my next question for you um, is called the No Scrubs track. So basically, um, in the late 90s uh, or 1999, I believe, a TLC uh, trio, R&B trio made this song called No Scrubs. You know the premise. If you don't, then the premise is based. If you have no car, if you're like of no value, or if you're not like a grown ass man and like, have a good head on your shoulders sort of deal like we don't want you you're a scrub basically and we'll cut you out of your life and all that such and that was their premise being independent and uh um they just need a man who who's independent so in this case for this segment um what's your no scrubs track in the sense that um what's a track or two that you you felt like oh i'd be okay with those songs not being on here and i could just cut them out this this question for some albums, I don't even think I could even answer. Mm. For this album, even though I love it so much, you could ask me multiple times. I could give you multiple answers. <laughs> uh, you know, there's songs that maybe I forget about. Yeah. So that I, I so it's 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 a point too. <laughs> I don't even have to worry about which one to get rid of. So I, if I had to get rid of one, like first pick, like I just don't care. Yeah. I'd rather just not have it, not even see it on the track list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know some people might like this song, mm. but I'm going to go Lord of the Sad and Lonely. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Why is that? It's, it's between a few, but I just, I just, I couldn't even tell you like 
I, I just don't listen to it. I skip it every time. So <laughs> that's that's really why. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I have. Uh, let's see here. I have. I just had to go through my list. So remember when I mentioned um the filler tracks and uh the filler tracks for me that I was like, yeah, let's let's just skip it. Is one of course afterwards with the two three minute instrumental in there. I did I didn't need that. Um, Resurrection of Scott Mescudi. Um, how are you pronounce that last name? Mescudi. Um, the first track. Um, I guess the interlude per se. Um, yeah, I try to consider that an intro, so I try not to consider it like a song, you know, even though I don't, I definitely don't listen to it, but yes, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's why when I heard that, I was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll give you a pass, but then when you hear New York City Rage Fast, yes. you're like, okay, like, first off, it's ironic because it doesn't sound ragey at all, and secondly, like, why do I need, like, a a a, a little, like, transition track in here, like, it, it, it makes no sense like i don't understand the flow like from girls to red eye like what was the point of having new york city rage fast like it didn't pick up the pace it didn't like it didn't show me anything yeah symbolic symbolic and it, it, right? it would have been a much smoother transition from just straight girls to red eye like that makes more sense you know so oh, exactly uh, and then the last uh the last two tracks for me flight of the moon man mm-hmm mm. Like is is that uh outro that I needed? Um, even like here's the especially thing, especially like, after that nine minute afterwards song, you don't really need a, another boring uh <laughs> closer to it. That you don't exactly, and and you're also saying like cold blooded should be like in that top five, six, seven songs like in the beginning, and I feel like it should have been not at the bottom because in honesty, if you look at the track listing. I'd be okay with Lord of the Sad and Lonely to close off the album. And that was it. Yeah. And that you would make get, much more sense. And you could put afterwards wherever you want, cut that shortened down, cold-blooded in a better position, and cut off Flight of the Moon Man. Like, that would have been nicer because Lord of the Sad and Lonely could just been a great, you know, exit. It, this this album could have used a lot of trimming and editing. Yes. Um, and that's really what I find is the, the biggest problem with it it's Mm -hmm. it's it's the cutting of fat it's just there's Mm -hmm. too much like looking for the the good and and there's too much skipping like there's songs that maybe that you can enjoy but you don't really care about like burn baby burn um i don't i don't have much to say um Mm -hmm. bees i i can see the appeal Mm -hmm. i don't i don't find myself listening to it that often i do think it's a decent hip-hop song Mm -hmm. um but you know, it's just—I I definitely feel like he—he he killed it in the first half of the album, mm. and and dropped the ball a little bit in the second mm-hmm. half. But mm-hmm. mm. yes, I do agree with that. 100%. And the New York City Rage Fest—I don't understand the, the name at all. It doesn't—I <laughs> no, don't know exactly. the, the correlation to New York or Rage Fest because it's just a—it's just a beat. It's like—it's a cool beat. It's a cool little. You know, I don't even know how you describe it. It's like a little just house yeah. song. I'm not sure, but yeah. it uh, it it's cool, but it's yeah. definitely not a rage fest. It's, it's just <laughs> it didn't sound like a rage fest. The yeah, vibe exactly. fest. It's a hang fest. But, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So those are my tracks I'd cut out for sure. Um. 
my next question for you here uh underrated tracks from this album do you have any that you you considered as underrated yeah there's a couple um that i've already mentioned but i just think there's a few songs here that when you look at Kid Cudi as as an artist in mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things i think the world's going to look back at him fondly and i don't think they're going to look at this album in, in, in too deeply at least like the you know the main uh, you're never going to see his so- these songs on his Kid Cudi Essentials playlist or maybe like the top Kid Cudi songs but I think um I think there's a few songs here that should have been bigger than they were I don't mm-hmm. know maybe if it's because of a, a little disappointment coming off of mm-hmm. uh his last two albums but um I found uh Immortal to be extremely underrated I thought that would have been mm-hmm. like a hit and also um I thought uh I think girls is a little bit overhated. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's underrated. Interesting. But I've heard people I, I used to I used to listen to this album a lot more and I've heard a lot of people say that girls is their least favorite song and mm. it's always a skip. And mm. I it was my introduction to Too Short. Uh and I just think it's a fun song. I, I think mm. it's it's not to be taken too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like it's a nice little I mean, obviously, it's got that like classic uh, tune to it, you know, mm-hmm. that they that they changed for for the song. But I I, I like Two Shorts verse. I know yeah. it's it can be cringy sometimes, like <laughs> to some people, like I see pretty girls or whatever. But I don't know. I, I even listening back to it, I just found it to be kind of a, a fun little song. So I wouldn't say that would be like you know a great. It wouldn't. It wasn't close to my top five, but. I definitely think it's an underrated Kid Cudi song in general. Fair. Okay. Um, For myself, I put down... uh, See, what did I put down? Oh, Red Eye. Um, Definitely underrated. I mean, that one one is is just extreme, like criminally underrated. We already mentioned it, but that one needs to have a renaissance or something. Yes, yes. And uh, Bees featuring RZA. So my opinion on that is because... Here's the thing. I feel like bees can also be a no scopes track because it's it, the the boom the boom tap hip hop that RZA does, mm-hmm. and and you know the it's produced by RZA because he produces most of Wu Tang stuff. But in the same time, it's it's a boom tap New York, you know New York uh, '90s hip hop, right? And mm-hmm. and let me see where this was placed because. Yeah, Bees Bees was not even the next song after New York City Rage Fest, which I would have totally understood. But at the same time, yeah. with RZA, I felt like his verse was pretty cool. And I was like, oh, out of the three big rap features on here, I felt, in my opinion, he had the best rap verse. Um, that's just me, though. And it's not, it's not even by a long shot. It's just by a very close second. It could be interchanged with I was just saying now, ASAP. ASAP had a very good verse as well. Okay, that's, um, that's interesting because if I had to pick one verse that wasn't Cuddy, mm, mm. I would go King Chips in oh, uh, yeah. Brothers. The mm. first verse. Mm. Uh, that one's the most memorable to me. Mm. Uh, but I I do see the appeal. I do like Riz's verse um, in Bees. I think he is the best part of that song, actually, but yeah. I just don't I just don't listen to it enough to really uh put it over King Chips, but 
Yeah, I, I can definitely see why you would like that song. I also just don't think that a song's vibe fits the album. That's why mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's overlooked or underrated because you're like, I can see what he's trying to do here, but then it just looks like a mess now with this song, right? So yeah, um, I I think the track list has so many flaws that mm. I wish I could just like fix real quick, but yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, hindsight, right? So yeah, um, moving on to the next question here, flip the script a bit, uh overrated so what's what's the track or tracks that you think or you thought was overrated from this album uh you know i have to go king wizard uh Mm. i don't think there's that many overrated songs in this album in general but it was decided to be the lead single it it probably is Mm. maybe the most streamed or most viewed song for this album i I, I hold on to that thought yeah (laughs) <laughs> I think it's cool, but I think it's a little. The lyrics are just mm. mad to me. I like the yeah. hook. I like the the hook. The, but the lyrics. Yeah. yeah, I just hate. I just hate the the basicness of the lyrics. Um, I find it's just a little underwhelming. I think it's a cool song, but yeah, it's it's I, it's a little overrated, a little bit. Mm. Mm. Um, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't have okay. much. Okay. Uh, for myself, uh, I have a few. Uh, unfuck <laughs> Wittable. Um, yeah. I feel like that one is put on the pedestal for some reason. Um, yes. I feel I feel like that one is better. Than, uh, people, more well, the public opinion from what I'm hearing is that it's much more better received or better than Immortal. I'm it like, is. Yeah. I don't get it. Bias aside, I don't see it. But bias with it, like no, no way. Like how, mm-hmm. how, like I get how catchy that hook is, but man, as an overall song, just uh, from the zero point zero zero seconds to the last second of this track, I don't think it matches Immortal. So, um, that's why I and, feel it's like so overrated. And he he is very off key in that song. No matter how mm. good it is of a song, mm-hmm. um, and how emotional he is. Unfuckwittable. I like it because it's it, it's got a cool original sound to it. But he is very off key, like mm-hmm. noticeably off key. And mm-hmm. you know, most of the time with Cuddy, he he can be he can be off. But mm-hmm. I I don't mind it. It's actually a good off. He does it kind of on mm-hmm. purpose, but he does it in Immortal, and, and I think it works. But in Unfuckwittable, I appreciate it. I can appreciate it because I'm a huge fan. But to a just a normal listener, it would sound off. I can see where yeah. they would be like, "This is wrong. Like, this is just something that is just could could be done better." But yeah, um, yeah, it definitely it definitely has its flaws for sure. Yeah, uh, my other two overrated tracks uh, is the biggest, arguably the two biggest feature tracks on here is uh, "Solo Dolo Part Two. <laughs> yes. I forgot. Lamar. You know what? Ah, oh, shoot, that's a yeah. perfect overrated. Just because. It's got Kendrick, yeah, and exactly. we haven't even mentioned it yet. You know? Yeah, so. and, that's, that, and that's why when I said the biggest three features on this out track list, rappers wise, I feel I felt like for my in my opinion, like King Chip's not the top three rapper. That's why I didn't say that. But RZA, it was RZA, Rocky, and Kendrick for me, and, and Kendrick, it's not, yeah, and it's not even close because they all had mediocre to okay verses and for mm-hmm. that case it was more so like all right rizza isn't known to be the biggest lyricist of wu-tang so i wasn't expecting much but it was a really cool verse 
ASAP met what he did and it was like, you know, it, it was seamless. The way he came into the verse was, uh, you didn't think it was ASAP until you heard that signature ASAP voice. And then for Kendrick, I'm like, wait, this makes no sense. Why are you on here? Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't understand. And I also had to track back to Solo Dolo Part 1 just to compare um, which song was better. I felt like Solo Dolo Part 2 was a better song than Solo Dolo Part 1. It could be unpopular opinion. But remove, <laughs> remove that Kendrick feature and that song's better. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. I feel like Kendrick and ASAP Rocky was the two biggest features on this album, but yet they didn't meet the bar as what you were expecting to them to meet. So yeah. that's why it's overrated for me. I definitely agree. Solo Dolo part two for me is not just overrated, but just disappointing. Mm. Uh, like looking back at it now that I look back at, cause I wasn't a fan of Kendrick when this album came out. Um, mm. I didn't listen to Kendrick until mm. I want to say maybe to pimp a butterfly. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I, I, Kendrick was one of those artists I didn't really get into until he started getting more popularity. But mm-hmm. he, uh, he, I knew he was a talented artist at the time. I just mm-hmm. was just like, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But looking back at it, I'm just thinking, wow, what could have happened? Like, yeah. you know, Kid Cudi and Kendrick on a song. Oh, yeah. And, and this is what we get. Like, it's just, disappointing to me because so let's let, let's just see indica came out in april of 2013 and i i think uh this album also came out in third 2013 oh no this album came out in 2012 uh good kid mad city so and arguably one of you. one of the best albums of this generation for hip-hop or even all the time and to have mm-hmm. kendrick finish off of that and just to come on this and just flop and he had he had a few years that he flopped right like he had this song for example he had the taylor swift uh uh feature so i don't know maybe he was just at the time you know he was he wasn't as big so maybe he was trying to just get mm-hmm. some features to get some more eyes on him and he you know oh, wasn't always putting out the the best stuff the yeah. best stuff he had and mm-hmm. I, I don't know it's not horrible it's just forgettable it's just you know, yeah. you know you see the name and you're like oh it's gonna be fire yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah and it's just it's just okay but yeah exactly okay moving on to the next question here uh this is slappers versus crappers so basically this is a little game we're gonna play uh don't cheat um <laughs> don't cheat okay. uh basically uh we're gonna go th- i'm gonna go look through our spotify right now Basically, you have three choices in a sense of the slappers. So the top three stream songs based on Spotify. And then we're going to flip it and then go crappers, the bottom three stream songs, um, going three, two, one um, for for this album. So let's start with slappers first. So what do you think is the number one song, stream song off of this album? Hey y'all, as you heard, sadly, I do not have sponsors, but I do have very amazingly talented friends and apps that I like to share and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand John 
and hand-painted logo that you've seen, go check my friend Ashley at her IG account at ashley.bydesign. That's A-S-H-E-L-Y dot B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N for your creative and artsy needs. And now for a banger of an intro and outro, check out my musically talented mastermind friend, Dylan, at his IG account at by Dylan. That's at B-Y-D-I-L-L-E-N. For all of your music production and beats, two apps y'all need to try out, Canva, where I have created some of my social media content and promo from, and GroupPad, for the sick West Coast transitions you heard before this plug and right before we get back to the program. Now, go check them out, and we'll be right back. Okay, um, uh, so I have Apple Music, so I can't cheat. Uh, <laughs> they, don't give me, they don't give me the streams, but I'll look at the track list here. If I had to pick the number one, yep. that's tough. It's between Just What I Am and King Wizard for me. Okay, I'm which gonna one's go, number one? I'm going to go Just What I Am first. Okay, what's your number two? Number two, I'm going to go King Wizard. Number three? And number three... I'm going to go solo dolo part two just because of the Kendrick feature. <laughs> um, that might be a mistake there. I, you know what? Can I actually, you know what? Shit. Let me change that. Let me make it. Uh huh. Unfuckwittable. Last minute change is unfuckwittable. Fuck. Now you sure? Me think. <laughs> let's, let's, let's keep it at solo dolo part two. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. I will say this: If you kept it at, if you if you didn't change it back, you would have been much closer uh-huh. um, than now. But your number one choice is correct. Just what I am is at number one. Do you want to know? Do you want to tell me uh, what the amount of streams is on Spotify for this track right here? Wow, I'm gonna say fifty million. Go higher. Really? Okay, a hundred million. Higher. Two hundred million. Yep, a little over two, a uh, little under two hundred five. So. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but wait for the second song. Um, there's your second track here was actually King Wizard. So you are correct there as well. If now, get, give me the number of streams you think this song curated. Hundred fifty million. Wrong. Go lower. Really? Okay, one hundred. Much lower, much lower. Oh wow! I didn't know it was that big of a gap. Okay, yeah. so we'll yeah. go seventy million. Lower. Fifty. Basically, a little under forty-six million. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that's, just what I am was that big. That's almost a hundred sixty million gap. Um, and then their number three, uh, unfuckwittable was number four, but the number three here is actually immortal. Um, yeah, okay. it's with 36 and a half. So technically speaking, looking at the streams now, people do like immortal better than unfuckwittable. But from what I don't know, from what I've been hearing, just people like personally could cutty fans. They just look unfuckwittable better. So, yeah, I think people reference, I think it's just a cool term that I think cutty just, mm-hmm. just coined. And now it's like a cool, uh, reference, yeah. but, um, 
I can see. I I, I pre- I'm glad to see Immortal at number three. I didn't realize it was that high. So you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad at that top three. Uh-huh. For sure, for sure. Um, now let's go to the crapper side. Um, what's the number three least streamed song in your opinion? Okay, it's got to be Flight of the Moon Man, right? Flight of the Moon Man. You are correct. Flight of the Moon Man yeah. is at number three. With uh, mm-hmm. do you want to give me the number? Oh wow, a million streams. Just a bit higher. Two. Low, low over three and a low under three and a half. So okay. Um, and then let's go with the second lower stream song. That's up. Gonna go with afterwards. Wait, Wait sorry, you said Flying the Moon Man was third for you? Or no, that was uh first. Like first, first lowest stream song? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay sorry. Perfect. Yep. And then you said afterwards was number two? Yeah. Uh, you are incorrect. Oh, okay, what's number two? Number two is the intro. <laughs> Resurrection, really? Resurrection of Scott, yep. With uh, I five just points. figured because it was the intro, like it would have more streams. I just thought maybe. Yeah, you that. think so too, right? Um, mm. But it's 5.2, yep. And then uh, your third number track. Three. Yep. Number three, if it's not afterwards, I'm going to go with Burn Baby Burn? Nope. Close, though. Very close. Lord of the Sad and Lonely. Yes, Lord of the uh, Sad and Lonely with uh, yeah. with a low over five point, a low under 5.7. And then third and fourth would have been really, uh, sorry, fourth and fifth would have been Burn Baby Burn and afterwards, so. Yeah. It's okay, a very, like sense. the, like you said, the lows are very low and then the highs was very high with the big, big gap, so. It, honestly, if I could just retract this album i would yeah. just get rid of the intro the outro i would cut afterwards in half or completely just change it as a song and i would cut burn baby burn i would cut um mad solar maybe mm. and uh i'd have to add cold-blooded to the beginning of the track list and that would make this album a lot smoother in general mm-hmm. um I find it just is it has too many just they're not even interludes they're like interludes songs they're like songs that you're like whoa is this part of the song it's just an outro to the song or you know it's just it's just a little bit too out of this world literally sometimes so no exactly exactly the final two questions for you good sir Mm-hmm. Um, these two questions are the most controversial questions on the show, on this segment right here. And also each question is going to come in two tiers. Okay. So the first question here, um, is it a classic album? So is it a classic album within Kid Cudi's discography? And is it a classic album within the hip hop genre? So give me a yes or no answer and please elaborate. Sure. Okay. So the first one. Is this a kid or is this a Kid Cudi album classic? Is this a classic within Kid Cudi's mm-hmm. discography? Um, I'm gonna have to say yes. Not oh. only because of I find it it to be a cult classic, as in the Kid Cudi fans are going to consider it a classic. So, mm. so if you asked a Kid Cudi fan, oh, what their favorite hip hop or Kid Cudi album is. 
Mm. It could be number one, I think. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's not always going to be number one, but it's a chance. If you're going to ask a regular hip-hop fan, it's mm-hmm. guaranteed not going to be number one. But mm-hmm. for me, I see it as a classic Kid Cudi album. Do uh-huh. I see it as a classic hip-hop album? In no yeah. way, shape, or form is this a classic hip-hop <laughs> album. This this album is not like even close to a classic, yeah. um, just in the realm of music in general. But when it comes to Cuddy's music, I think you could describe this album as classic Cuddy. That's how mm-hmm. I would describe this album. Mm-hmm. It's very personal. It's very original in the sounds. You you mentioned how much you love production. The production in this album, while it isn't perfect, mm-hmm. it is very unconventional. It's very yes. risk-taking. It's very, I want to give this mood i want to give Mm. this i want to make people feel this feeling Mm -hmm. i don't i don't think there's a lot of you know yeah classics in this album there's definitely Mm -hmm. you know a lot of controversy over you know which ones are even good or if Mm -hmm. the album's even good um depending on who you ask but Mm -hmm. i think yeah overall no it's not a classic album Mm -hmm. okay okay uh, for me, within Kid Cudi's discography, well, let, let's talk about Kid Cudi for a quick second here. So we, we we all can agree, whoever listens to Kid Cudi, he is great. Uh, actually, not even great. He is sensational. He exceeds at what he does best, and no one can outmatch what he does, right? But there are there's no duplicators, but some people try to imitate him, such as artists like Travis Scott and that's why Travis Scott looks up to him right in terms of the musical style but that's the thing though for me in my opinion I feel like just because he's so good at what he does what he brings to the table we we know he can bring that to the table but it's so unversatile um, in a sense that you you know when Kid Cudi brings up the hums and ahs and when he's on a track you know what type of track you're going to be getting, what type of vibe you're going to be getting. Yeah. And I felt like with this album, um, yes, is it, it, it is a bit of risk taker. And just because of that, and because of what you know, what kind of vibe that Kid Cudi brings, what, what he sets on the table, when you think of Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon series is what you hear, what you think of first, especially Man on the Moon 1, I believe. Um, and then, you know, and he tried to bring it back with Intergalactic and all, like, a bunch of other stuff like that. And um, this one's just one of those in his track listing was very unforgettable. So I I would have to say it's a no. Um, this one I didn't even know existed. When I heard this, yeah. when I when I went through the track listing, or when I seen the album, I was like, for some reason this album cover looks familiar. But also when I looked through this track listing, I was like, okay, I know unfuckwittable is a term from somewhere. Or like, I know that's a song, but I did not know that was on this album. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, that's why I say it's a no, because you when you think of Cuddy, you think Man on the Moon, um, which which kind of sucks that his his career is only defined by that because he could be he is so much more um, in the genre hip hop. Yeah. Like you said, easy. No, um, for me. Hell no. Uh, Man on the Moon isn't even one of those, I would say. Um it's it, you can argue it could be, but I I would say Man on the Moon is both like I would say his arts his his style is more so a classic sound, 
than the albums he portrays, right? So, um, that that's 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 just my opinion on that. My 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 mm-hmm. uh my take on that question there. But, uh, moving on to the very last question, also controversial as well. Um, rank this album out of score of one hundred. So it's a two tier question as well. Um, so you rank out of hundred compared to Kid Cudi's other works, and then you rank it uh as an album as a whole. If I ha- okay, I'm gonna rank it as a whole first. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I'm gonna give it a fifty, which could 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 be considered high. Yeah. Um, I don't think a lot of people would be giving it a five or a fifty percent. Yeah. Um, just because there's so many misses, but I just I think about half the album I really love, I really do, and. Mm-hmm. The, the, for me personally, I just have such a bias towards this specific album. I know it does get the rep of the disappointment after the man on moon one and two. Um, mm-hmm. it was, I believe his third album. So it was mm-hmm. the, you know, right after that. So I can mm-hmm. see where somebody, you know, with his success with man on the moon one and two could maybe fall off with this album because it is a little less exciting, a little yeah. more sad Mm -hmm. so you know i can see it being lower but for me i gotta give it a five and Mm. compared to other albums in cuddy's discography i'm gonna give it a seven um it's not up there with even uh with man on the moon one and two i don't think it's better Mm. um and i don't even think it's better than man on the moon uh, or sorry, Man on the Moon three or Kids See Ghost. So mm. I could see, I could see this one being right in the middle. So I'm going to give it a seven for Kid Cudi okay. uh, as an artist. Okay, okay, interesting. Okay, um, and as an album, you said five, right, or fifty? Sorry. Yeah. Um, 50. Okay, perfect. Um, so I'll start off the album as well, in a sense, because you started well off with that. Um, as an album, this is. Possibly, if not, all right, it will be the lowest score I gave out uh, for mm-hmm. this out for the segment, and because uh, this I, is not a classic album, this is going to be no. one of the easiest uh, decisions I think you're going to have. But it's a very flawed album, and and the thing is, like there, it, it like you said, where it gets tough, the only tough parts is like the high is very high. But there's so many lows and and it's just so confusing and the flow's not there. There's a lot of thought process that has been miscued, I guess, or like the stuff that wasn't really thought out or processed well, like certain songs length, certain features, certain track tracks in this track listing. Um, that's why I'm gonna give it. A, oh, you're gonna hate me. <laughs> um, I'm no. giving it. I'm gonna give it a 33. So um, okay of a hundred so it's it's not even a 50 for me and i I definitely think this is the lowest in terms of album as a whole um i did enjoy again immortal i did enjoy that a lot cold-blooded young lady red eye just four like four like the top five i can put that in my rotation um immortal definitely is my rotation for sure going forward um but yeah it's just like it's so i didn't know this album existed if you don't know this album even existed then you know that's that's hard. That's so hard. So it um, is, especially because you know it's 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 just 
you can't give a good rating to an album that you have to skip. You know, you just yes. can't. Like, even yes. if it has those highs, you know, and yes. and I, I gave it a 50 as a fan, like as a huge, huge fan. I consider myself extremely biased because of mm-hmm. the the experiences I've had with this album. You just listened to it for the first time. Yeah. So just musically in 2023, I can totally understand somebody giving it a 33 because mm-hmm. while it has those highs, it just has it just has too many forgettable songs. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then as an album, uh, in Kid Cudi's discography, uh, I mean, it's not one of the worst albums. We already know which Kid Cudi, <laughs> Kid Cudi album is the worst album. Uh, shall we say it on three? One, two, three. Man on the Moon, two. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you serious? Speed and Bullets, Speed and Bullets. Yeah, Speed and Bullets. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to mess with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So this one, this one's like, okay in his discography but it's not good you know it's an okay album and it's not the greatest either for his repertoire um but it does have some like immortals probably one of his biggest stream songs so um oh was it was it that one sorry no just what i am sorry was one of the biggest which is shocking i i did not know that that was so big so yeah yeah Yeah, with a gap like that too so um, but I'm gonna give it a 57, just a you know mm. five, six, whatever uh, high fives on there. Um, it was a good album uh, for a Kid Cudi album. I, I would I go through it again? No. Has the highs been highs? Yes. Just I think that's what is reiterated so much throughout this episode was that he nailed what he nailed, but he totally misfired on what yes. what was there. So. He 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 could have he could have gone away gotten away with an EP or or some kind of yeah some something else. This wasn't the 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 the, the trifecta or the third album of his career that should have been. Mm-hmm. I find you know mm-hmm. after Man on the Moon two, you mm-hmm. know everyone was expecting this great great awesome album. Maybe even Man mm-hmm. on the Moon three. So mm-hmm. to get into Cud while it's I find it to be almost like, even though you could say any of Cuddy's albums are a passion project, yeah. I could see this one considered more of a passion project for Cuddy. Like mm. he's two albums deep. He's critically acclaimed. He's mm. got some money. He's trying to show the world. Like I'm not just a hip hop artist. Like mm. I got psych. I got, you know, I, I come from all different types of music. I want to show that off. I want to show off yeah. my personality. So I think he showed off his personality in a great way with some songs, but he also just missed the ball on when it comes to what people actually want to hear yeah. on a full album for an hour, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, I feel like this is why I say about music and the movies all the time is that, you know, um, these artists have this this rule right and and it's um there's three types of albums or three types of movies you make is in this case for music it's one you're making album for the record label two you're making album for the people and three you're making album for yourself and i feel like this one falls under the 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 latter uh the for your himself and that's why this one's pretty weak in a sense compared to his other songs because mm-hmm. and it's exactly trying. why some cud fans like myself would consider it higher mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. because it is we we recognize that cuddy being cuddy and mm-hmm. just 
as appreciators of that, we can see that and appreciate that while yes. just appreciators of art in general and not a huge Cuddy fan will look at that and just say, well, I mean, it's, it's, Cuddy's cool, but like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to go too deep. Like, it's not, it's not that, it's not that good, you know? So, no, exactly. Exactly. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. Um, thank you, Cam, for being on our show. Um, hey, thanks before... for having me. This is my first time on a podcast. Yeah. So, you know, I had well, to try it out. And... Oh, first time being on a podcast ever. Yeah. I listen oh. a bunch, but you know, I never, never hopped on one. So thanks yeah. for having me. No, thank you for being on. I hope you had a, a fantastic time because I had a lot of, I had a great time talking to someone who is so, who's such one, not such a, just a Kid Cudi fan, but a big hip hop head and mm-hmm. who, who can see music in a different way than, you know, I guess in their own different perspective. Right. So, and yeah. it's refreshing because then we can bounce off each other. And clearly I'm not kissing up to you because this list in my, in your list, is very similar so yeah um so that was really strange as well so uh, with that being said before i let you go here can you recap your top five list from five four three two one from your top five songs uh from kid cuddy's in the cut please yeah let's go with number five unfuckwittable number four red eye featuring Haim. number three i had cold-blooded number two i had to have just what i am and number one, of course, Immortal. Had to. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Actually, that's fucking creepy. Now, now when I'm going to put my list, number four, three, and one is exact same, exact same position. So yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> typical. Uh, typical. Uh, am I, am I a cutty fan? Awesome. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so number five for me, just what I am featuring King Chip. Number four, Red Eye featuring Haim. Number three, three cold-blooded number two uh young lady featuring father john missy and number one immortal all right so before we let you go here uh where can the listeners follow you at home yeah if you want to follow me just give me a follow uh instagram is pretty much the only app that i use i like to use stories and you know i like to Mm -hmm. post what i'm listening to a lot of Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i post uh opinions on music pop culture basketball Uh, Mm -hmm. if you want to just you know Catch a vibe. Cameron underscore BD is where yeah. I'm at on Instagram. So perfect, perfect, awesome. Thank you for your time today. And uh, I guess a little off tangent, since you play hoops and watch hoops, uh, I might have you on for a hoops episode. Well, we'll see. So, oh, I love um, that. Yeah, but with that being said, um, you did flip the script on me earlier off camera. Asked me what album would would I want to do. So I do have some years for you. Oh, some decades for you if you want to just choose one of the four and I can give you the next album we'll be working on. So 90s, 2000s, 2010s, or 2000 and, well, the recent 2020s, I guess. Dude. Okay, so wait, has has anyone, what what have you done already? What what decades have you done? Uh, Well, I've done, I touch everything, right? So. Okay. So this I is kinda, just. I kind of want to go new. You want to go new? I kind of want to go 2020s. Okay. Okay. Do you want to do trap or do you want to do like hip hop? Mm. Let's do trap. Let's do trap. Okay. So for this, I guess, just give me one second. All right. So if we're going to do trap. We could go whatever you want, but 
No, no, no. We're going trap. We're going trap. I just got to go look through what I was listening to the last couple of years. Okay. If we're going trap. um, Oh, man. Okay. So for this one, rest in peace. But I don't think this person's going to be here anymore. Uh, well, he's already dead, but I don't think we're going to listen to music from this trio anymore. But um, let's go with uh, Only Built for Infinity Links, Quavo and Takeoff. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I have not heard that one, I'll tell you that. You have not heard that one? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, you're in for a ride because that one, I felt like it was uh, it was interesting. So I, I'm surprised with that take. I did not think you would take that. Okay, let's do well, it. Well, it was either that or futures. I never liked you, but that's so mm. basic. <laughs> that's so both basic. Both those right albums, now. both those albums, I haven't listened to. So really, yeah. I, I mean, I've listened to a couple songs, I'm sure, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I, have, I, I actually prefer High Off Life over uh, I Never Liked You from Future, which came up. I think the year before, or like oh, two okay. years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how it didn't reach the level I never liked you got, but you know. Actually, you know. actually, actually, hold pull back. I might, I might switch that. I might switch the album here. Now, do you consider Keem trap or no? We could do Keem because I, I, I honestly haven't listened to the full album of uh, Melodic Blue. So, all right, let's do Melodic Blue then. Okay, perfect. Yeah, okay. okay. No disrespect to Takeoff, but I prefer Baby, Baby Keem's project better. I think that yeah. was one of my favorite projects from 2020, so, or 2020 so far, so. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to listen to that, actually. So. All right. That's Sounds good. good. So for listeners at home, as you can hear already, next time I'll have Cam on the symphony. Um, he's, he's got to get prepared with the next, next album that he wants to do too. Um, but for this case, the next album we're going to be doing is Baby Keem's The Melodic Blue. Um, so with that being said, for listeners at home, oh, first off, thank you, Cam, again, for in, uh, joining us today. Uh, of giving us your time and your insight. So really appreciate that. Hope you had a great time. Um, for listeners at home, if you enjoyed this pod or have some thoughts on our list or want to submit your own qu- topics, questions, or even thematics um, or albums that you want us to dive into, for uh, this segment or for the house party segment, uh, feel free to follow us up and hit us up on our IG account, uh, BB Shop Quintet Podcast, or email us at BB Shop Quintet Podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can give us a follow, a five star review on Apple Pod, and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. And let's be your top five of the day. Cheers. Mm-hmm.